Hello, ladies. Welcome to another episode of To a Woman's Heart, where we uplift, motivate, encourage, and empower women. Well, I said on my ride, I was going to do these, and I'm trying to keep my word. So, hi, I have a question for you. How can you love a man and don't love yourself? Or should we say you love him more than you love yourself? If you're in a relationship and you're constantly nagging, you never have a good day, it's always always something that's wrong. It's always a negative day. You're never happy. You're always sad. It's always something going on in your life. And that happens in everybody's life. There is always something going on, irregardless whether you're in a relationship or not. There is always something going on in everybody's life. But it becomes different when you're in a relationship and you never, ever, ever have a good day. And your mate tells you, why do you complain so much? Why do you nag so much? You always down. And then you're bringing me down when you do that. But you don't take heed into what they're saying. You think that they're just talking to be talking. And this is this is how we as women miss all the signs of things that we should fix. And when relationships don't work, we wonder why what, what happened and he's telling you what's happening. At the same time, you say that you're healing. You learn from the things that you've been through. You've grown from that and you're healing from it. But your mouth and your actions tells a different message. So, he says, it's over. You say, no. Now, he's telling you that it's over. And what you're mad at him about is something very petty, that a conversation could have taken place and resolved the issue. A lot of us say things that we regret later on down the line. So why say them? If you tell somebody to get out, guess what they're going to do? Most times than less, they're going to get out. Because if you tell me to get out, you ain't got to tell me twice. I'm out the door. I don't have to wait to be invited out the door a second or a third time. Because the first time is enough. And sometimes when we say the things that we say, we can't take them back once those words are out in the atmosphere. Relationships are a work in progress. It's a learning curve. You're learning each other. And again, I go back to other podcasts. You have to come with your expectations on the table. If you don't have no expectations, what you're looking for, what do you think he's going to know? He's not a mind reader. And before you get into another relationship, as I've said again many times before, make sure you heal yourself first. Don't drag old garbage into a new relationship. And stop comparing 
the man to the prior man because they're two different individuals. Give him a clean slate until he proves to you differently. Now, you're supposed to be a child of God, right? Somebody tell you, read your Bible, you say you can't. You can't do nothing. So the man has superseded the word of God, and that's not how it's designed to be at all. You're supposed to love yourself. You're supposed to love God, but you're never supposed to put anybody above God. And a lot of us women make these men our God, and they're not. Then they disappoint us. And then you wonder why when he leave that relationship and go to another relationship, he end up getting married, he end up having a family, uh, he end up doing good. Because I can bet you nine times out of ten, that woman put her expectations on the table. I'm not dating you for no three years and this ain't going nowhere. We're not going to be in this relationship and I'm doing all the work and you're doing nothing. You're going to bring something to the table just like I'm going to bring something to the table. So those are your expectations that you bring to the table. But if you don't have no expectation, it's just a loosey-goosey relationship, period. Pretty much anything goes. So you put your life on hold. Because he no longer wants to be with you. And you have convinced yourself that you can change his mind. And once their minds are made up, they don't want to do it anymore. You have, you should accept the fact that the relationship is over. And then you should ask yourself the question, what is it about me that I cling so hard to another individual that I accept anything and everything in a relationship? And people always use, you know, they're young, they're immature. Well, let me give you a, a 411. There's older people that's immature. There's middle-aged people that's immature. And there's young people that's immature. The age does not have a difference in the immaturity. It's the person themselves. You know what you're dating when you start dating. The signs are already there. But see, we jump into relationships before we get to really know the person. We move people into our space before we get to know the person. And then we put ourselves in a position that we have to depend on that other person. And so I think that's the bulk of our clinging to the other person because now we're dependent upon them. We're not working. We don't have an income. So we're dependent on them to help. But they're not responsible for doing things for you because you are not their wife. You're just their girlfriend. And we as women need to stop giving wife benefits to girlfriend's position because that's what a lot of us do. We give up wife benefits and we only in the girlfriend position. You know, we, we wash, we cook, we clean, uh, we set up house together, we get houses together, we buy things in uh, each other's name, and there is no wife benefits. See, if he passed away, the girlfriend don't get no benefits, but the wife do. And I know some of y'all say, I don't want to be married, but a lot of y'all underlining you do. 
you want that security. You want that stability. You want to know that you are the one that he chose to be with. And ain't nothing wrong with that. Just be honest with yourself in that situation. But stop living four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve years as a wife and you're still a girlfriend. And he's not going to change your position. You're going to always be a girlfriend. Y'all got three and four kids together. And if he checks out, you don't get no benefits whatsoever. No pension, uh, none of his social security, none of his 401k, none of that. A lot of us, when we think for the right now, what we see in front of our face, that's it and that's all. Oh, he take care of the household. Oh, he pay all the bills. I don't have to do nothing. Well, yeah, you do. You're doing something. You're doing something. You're washing, you're cooking, you're cleaning. And you're having sex with him. So that's doing something. Whatever he tells you to do, you do. And if you really want to take a look at your relationship, is it a real balanced relationship? Or is it really one side? He's controlling you because of the money that he puts in the relationship. And you go along with it because you have no choice. Pretty much. So we as women, we give up too much of ourselves. Opportunity comes along and we miss opportunities that's, that's going to be good for us and our children. Thinking we can change somebody's mind. But when somebody's mind is made up, they don't want to be in a relationship anymore. They don't want to be in a relationship anymore. Stop begging people to stay when they're ready to go. Cut the cord and let them go. You know, the best thing you can do for that person is to show them that you can survive without them and you can do good without them. I can't do this. My world revolves around him. Everything is about him. Why? You weren't born with him. So why do your world revolve around him? His world don't revolve around you. So why do your world revolve around him? And if you have daughters, you're teaching them what they should not be learning. You don't have no self-esteem. You don't have no confidence within yourself. And you don't believe that you're good enough being the woman that you are. You don't have to settle for less. Stop cheapening who you are as a woman and know your value and know your worth. That is so sad that we cheapen ourselves for the sake of appeasing a man who eventually is going to walk away. You can do everything from A to Z for him. Everything. And it still potentially could not be enough. It couldn't. And he still could walk away. And begging them to stay doesn't mean they're going to stay. Bottom line. Think more of yourself. Want more for yourself. Do more for yourself. And never put yourself in the handicapped position that you are solely dependent upon that man. I've said this many times before. Married men with good, strong foundations, relationships, walk away. For whatever the reasons may be. 
So you think he won't walk away from you? Let me ask you this question. What makes you so good that he would stay? You can have sex in every position that he's asking you to have. And I promise you, he still will walk away. So what is it? What is it about us that we feel that we have to sacrifice who we are as a woman to lower our standards, to beg somebody to stay with us? And why do you feel the need to beg? Again, if he wants to walk away, let him walk away. It's probably for the betterment of you. See, you may be ready for a relationship, but he may not be. Did you think about that? And you can't re-raise grown people. They've been raised already. Every grown person have to make a choice for themselves to do what they need to do for them. You can't make nobody do nothing. Ain't that much love in the world that would make somebody conform to what you want them to conform to. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't. And we set ourselves up for the okie doke, thinking that we can change somebody's mind. I can't live without him. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You definitely can live without him. That you can. You choose not to, though. Your world does not revolve around him. And when you decide to put God on the back burner for a man, there is something wrong with that picture. And usually God is showing you that ain't the relationship for you, but you want to hold on to it. You don't want to wait for what God has in store for you. Somebody that's going to treat you right and do you right and be the man that you need him to be for you. Because you hold on to somebody that's holding you back. And it doesn't make any sense. So then you have to ask yourself, what is it within you that feels like you just have to attach yourself to people by any cost, by any means necessary? What is it? What is it? I'm not understanding. Maybe you all can help me with that. So at some point, you have to love yourself enough to want better for yourself. Stop begging and pleading with somebody to stay with you who's ready to go. That's all I'm saying. All right. Until we talk again, take care.